And I'm pretty sure it's going to be amazing. So here we go. It's time for Dents and Dreams, a painless dent repair podcast focusing on how you can use the fruits of this wonderful trade we call PBR to achieve your wildest dreams. I'm John Bideen, your friendly neighborhood dent reaper and host of Dents and Dreams. Now, let's get started. Let's get started indeed. Today, we have none other than James Catramone. Uh, forgive me if I have to say it like that. I just love it. Love your name, and I love the name of your company, Bones Dent Repair. How the hell are you, brother? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming back. I think, it, I think it'll be a good episode. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if... If everybody here remembers or not, or if they saw the uh, original episode of James, uh, but it was uh, starting a PDR business, and that was just about one year ago here, was uh, March. We got Christopher Allen in the house, Tim Green in the house. What up, gentlemen? If you got questions for James or me, and Mo Castillo in the house. What up, Mo? Ah. Tons of great peeps checking in already. But yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, you you came on last year. We talked about your transition from body tech, working for a body shop into owning your own PDR business. And we kind of went down that whole journey. And uh, now you're another year past that. Do you know that the... Your your business birthday, so to speak, like the day you went on your own. Uh, Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, uh, is what it was. That was a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, Thanksgiving 2020? 2020? Yes, twenty twenty. Yes, twenty twenty. Exactly. Mid- I had to think about that. <laughs> as Mid- far as time, time, look. Yeah, as far as timelines go, even. Even hearing you say that a year's passed since we last jumped on for that podcast, it's just incredible how time can fly by. Um, it is yeah, madness, dude. it is, and it's great. It's a great thing. It's you know, doing something like this is cool. I can uh, you know revisit those memories of, of the beginning, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris fly, Allen man. giving you props. Chris Allen yeah, giving thank you props. You, Chris. Thank you, yeah, Chris. yeah. And you're still doing real good. I, I mean, you, you you produce really good content. You're, you know, you're before and after stuff and your educational style stuff. Uh, that's that's all pretty good. I, I would say it's not as fast and furious as it as it once was. What what happened there, James? Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, business focus as a whole, and what was important to me, uh, what I needed to do to just serve my clients better and where I was putting my energy and, you know, just truly having a balance, um, you know, social media, I always loved it, uh, to put it out, let my family members see it and people tag along with the things I would repair. Um, but I realized that other platforms are going to help drive my business that I thought was more importantly, um, such as a better website, um, something more user-friendly and just the Google platform as a whole. Um, you know, and it, I, 
I think that to continue and show what you're doing in the evolution of how much better and more capable and stuff like that is also great. Um, and I do. I want to show some more things again. Slowly but surely, yeah. I think I'll well, up time. I, I baited you into that question because I think it's important for everybody to kind of understand that. Like a lot of times you see I mean, and props to everybody putting out all these amazing repairs. And, you know, the, the more content out there on paintless debt repair, the better. But uh, a lot of times you you will see somebody putting out a ton of stuff and then they kind of fall off. And what really happens is, you know, you realize a, like for me, Instagram for my local PDR business is not a great lead generation tool. Uh, It's fun for, you know, doing stuff within the community and et cetera, but uh, it doesn't bring in a ton of work for me personally. I haven't, you know, and some of the leads I did get were, were not, you know, we're not necessarily great leads. Uh, so yeah, like you say, like focusing on SEO, focusing on your Google, my business focus. Uh, I should probably do a little bit more with Facebook. I haven't, I haven't really hit that super hard. I have my page built out nicely, but, um, I have everything kind of automated now and uh, that's just how I roll with social media. Yeah. And it really panned out by me switching my focus, especially by getting a better website built Two clients just today made, you know, just such kind comments about it and the user friendliness. And that's why they chose me. And one client was from over an hour away. And they were dead set on using me for my services. And that can help, you know, really screen out them. And um, they know what they're they know what they're getting when you pull up. Um, you know, absolutely. So that's the stage. I think that was the biggest thing. Yeah, um, yeah. and then my- shout out from we got a sh- sorry to interrupt you. I gotta I gotta <laughs> give uh, Josh Dragos props. He said what up, and he said uh yeah. he said you're pushing him to take on bigger repairs. So uh your content's doing good out there in the world. Uh, if it's, you know, if it's not generating more more customers, it's at least it's helping our boy Josh Dragos. So it's good to yeah, see. Yeah, Josh is great. Out. We've been chatting uh, since I was in the body shop, and um, yeah, you know, I definitely you do need you do need to show some of your repairs. You can reference it to clients. You can send them a link to your YouTube videos. It's really powerful stuff. I used that today. When I priced out a really big repair and. Um, on top of the research they already did, you know, so that helped easily sell the job. Um, you know, and we can point out things in a video that you just can't see by a picture. Um, so definitely still important. And I, I, I'm guilty because I capture photographs and videos of practically every car I work on. I just don't want to go home and spend that extra hour to edit a video. Uh, for me, I'm not that efficient at it and uh, can be more of a chore. I still like stories. I started to jump on and do some Instagram stories because I think it's fun and easy. I wish that putting out videos was that easy for me because I'd probably be doing it nonstop. Um, yeah. 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 Well, and you got to gravitate toward what you're actually going to do and, and what's working for you. And, you know, it's it's a weird balance to to try to figure out what's what's working and, 
whatever. And maybe your Instagram stories don't necessarily bring in a ton of business, but it's easy for you to do. And it keeps you connected to enough of a group to, to help you in other ways. So it's just to be yeah. solely focused on, on likes or whatever views or this or that. Uh, it's tough to, tough to do. So, yeah, I do. I want to give shout out. We got, we got Shuddy in the house, Andy Patrick in the house, Dent Digest and Ginger Bros respectively. Check them out uh, later this week, Wednesday and yeah. Thursday, obviously. Uh, Josh is with you. Oh, she's Mo's with Josh saying, uh, you're, you're help pushing her. So that's Mo's super really cool. Kind. Yeah. They're, they're good stuff. Anyone, anyone in the Gonzalez clan is good with me and, and Castillo, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? She, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, Scott says build a folder every, for every repair. And when you complete it, it's all organized whenever you get to it. Yeah. Uh, I wish I was that smart. I, you know, I've probably just random jumbled content everywhere. And yeah, it's a, it's organization a is not my strong suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, in some ways, yes. In the other ways, no. And, and digital content organization is not for me, but, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we veered off track, which is totally fine. Uh, Oh, Robert Biddle wants to say what up, what up, Bones the Dent Man. There we go. <laughs> looks like Robert. Yeah, so 2020, Thanksgiving, you just said, ah, pandemic, who cares? I'm going on my own. And you you pulled the trigger, you 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 started your own business. And mm-hmm. we kind of talked about that last March, you know, from from Thanksgiving to March, all the all the steps you took from there. Uh, what do you think in the last year? Have you, you know, obviously besides how you're doing with social media and what you're where? Let's talk about the website thing because that seemed to be a strong point when you were discussing that. What what kind of where did you go to get your website built? Um, actually, uh. One of my family members, um, and even my mom, my mom has been a computer professional for over 20 years. So I, I had a family connection, but he really does fantastic work. I mean, he's got compliments from people even out of state, but it's, it's nothing extraordinary. It's still a basic site, but I just think it really resonates with who I am as a person and as a company. And I think that if you can translate who you are and what you're trying to provide to your client with your website and make it easy for them, uh, then, you know, you're, you're really going to key in and capture other clients. Uh, I think that's a big thing. Um, and you know, just my sole focus, even from the get go is just trying to get feedback from them. Um, you know, so I very, very proud. I've surpassed the hundred Google review mark, um, a little while ago. That's huge. Wow. My, my so goal was to get your, 100 and, yeah what's your what's your secret on that because um be a good person there's not a <laughs> yeah. all right i'm well, being, I, I made what, a wise what guy. else no. can i do what else can i do 
No. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, are you are you asking them face to face? Are you just sending them a link? Are you what? What's your what's your procedure there? I mean, maybe there's a little secret sauce. I mean, of course, uh, you know, I I don't ask for reviews. Uh, I just really try to care and provide a good service for sure. And then when it's all said and done, um, you know, when that link either automatically gets sent or I'll send it to them directly, um, you know, I get it. I get a high return rate on that. You know, I get a lot of people, you know, reciprocating and, and leaving me a review and really thankful for it. You know, I was reading back on them the other day and it's, you know, it's pretty amazing. For me, it's important. Yeah. I, I really, I just love helping people. You know, I truly do. I still love fixing cars. I think I'm 12, 13 years been repairing vehicles. I still love it. And, you know, the difference, paying this debt repair is so unique. It's incredible how we can show up, fix their vehicle all right in there. And then when it's all done, people are just amazed. I mean, when you, when you do it right, I mean, it, or if it comes out great, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a oh, special, yeah. it's a special skill. I think it's just incredible. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I did a, I did a Hellcat yesterday and the guy, you know, I was probably 80% done. You know, he comes out and he's like, that looks amazing. Like you're good. And I'm like, ah, I'm not good. I don't know. Like, then I, you know, I'm showing him in my light. Like you see that? He's like, oh, yeah. I didn't, I couldn't see it for, unless your light's on it. I'm like, I know, but I know it's there, so I have to fix it. And he's like, "Okay, do whatever you gotta do." <laughs> doesn't doesn't change the price either way. So, yeah, like, okay. But it is cool. Yeah. I always tell people it's like when we put a light on your repair, it's like a magnifying glass. I mean, it's just going yeah. to it makes them feel so vivid when you look across it. You know, it's going to point out any little flaw uh, that the naked eye won't see. You know, so yeah, we truly see Andy, what others don't. Andy Patrick says it's hard for me to get reviews. I feel like I'm constantly begging them and getting crickets. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you're doing that's different, but I don't know. I might I might have to come ride with you for a week and just see. Because uh, yeah, uh, my business birthday is over. Over four years now, four and a half almost. Sure. And I'm at 41 reviews. And, you know, I can get into a flow. And, like, if I really, really make it my priority and I keep it top of mind, like, I will talk to people about it and, and bring it up in such a way that they'll actually, you know, like, if yeah. you look at my reviews, it'll be, like, 10 in two weeks and then crickets. So I just need to, I probably just need to focus on it more because there are companies around, you know, my area that have, you know, 100, 200 plus some of them. And, uh, yeah, you know, me sitting at 40 is probably not going to cut the mustard. Well, there was points in this past year, a lot happened to me this past year since that past podcast. And there was, there was areas of time where that had to, I didn't focus on it at all. I went a couple of months actually. Um, I had some local hail, uh, hail last year that I was focused on. Um, you know, so truthfully, that 
that was a lot different. My business was just being structured differently. Um, you know, so hold on, hold up. Yeah. Hey, uh, you said you got hit with hail your first year in business. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, I mean, we need to, we need to address that obviously. So, uh, when did it hail? Was it June, July or (laughs) like right after I talked to you? Uh, about yeah. a month later, it hailed. Now everybody's gonna be clamoring to get on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> pure coincidence, people. That's it's just pure coincidence. It's uh, it's technically hailed in my area in some form in the past three years in a row. It's not prevalent. I live in Florida. We're not in a hail prone state. Um, you know, there was a tornado a few years back, um, but yeah, last year it hailed in in, uh, in my local area just south of me um and it was moderate it wasn't it wasn't too severe uh, i actually just hailed here recently of two two months ago and it was record size for my area and demolished vehicles uh, but last year i set up full time um I, I was working hail for probably four or five months solid like four months solid and trickled off throughout the end towards the end of the year uh, i repaired quite a bit of vehicles and Yep. Yeah, that's a that's a nice shot in the arm. I would have to imagine. Uh, I mean, to have that kind of hail volume come through. Yeah, uh, yeah. How did you manage that? Were you doing everything through body shops? Did you handle some of them retail? How did that How did that play out? So the actual town that got hit is not that large in population. It's just outside of some of the more dense areas. Uh, There's only like couple of body shops the main one i went directly there and uh secured the body shop and worked directly with them they facilitated and uh handled a lot of the work with the adjusters of course i was out there writing all the estimates uh amazing relationship that was built um great people i'm actually gonna go be seeing him here in another day repair his own vehicle uh but great people i was real fortunate um because that's not always the case and i I work with other body shops locally and you know as i just mentioned uh the hail that recently occurred was monstrous in size i mean i've got a roof that i did on escape and half the dents required you know to be uh carbon shrinking and and, um there's some of the shops that i'm working with right now i i thought the I thought that the process would maybe be as smooth and as supportive and it just wasn't. Um, and on top of that, just being such extreme damage, it just wasn't really worth it. I mean, it hit out west of town in Cowtown. So it's not like it was a lot of cars. It wasn't, wasn't like, you know, stop what you're doing. Um, but the few that I've looked at and the few that I've fixed, I'm not saying they're more hassle than they're worth. I'm happy to, you know, happy to have done it. Uh, but right now I'm already switching back to just, Big dense, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So, well, that's. I mean, yeah. Some hailstorms are like. I mean, I've I've seen it too. We had one. What was last year? They all blend together now, but it hailed about an hour, hour and a half north of me. And I mean, I saw one car, and I said, I want nothing to do with that storm. I'm not going up there to look. I'm not nothing because those things we they were just they were total 
there's there's just no i mean broken paint broken windows i mean yeah that was this you know pretty much i think almost every vehicle i looked at had cracked paint on at least a single panel and we're talking broken windshield we're talking overstretching dents um but you know i i successfully saved a few <laughs> i did one of the biggest i've ever repaired uh so i was kind of proud of that too in a way and um on yeah. to the next one but the last you, year's yeah sorry you said you said carbon shrinking earlier which is not the way most people would say it what what uh, what equipment are you using for your carbon shrinking? Is it a power PDR box or hot box? Or I just... use the Cam Auto CBH 100, the car body heater 100. It's okay. a, a great machine, though. Well built. Um, and versus the other bo uh, boxes out there, um, the handle mechanism that holds the rod actually has a button. So you can drag around the panel, find the pinpoint spot, then press it. So to me, that's way that's, better. Does I sound mean, nice because I have a hot box is. and and you got to be careful. <laughs> you gotta be yeah, careful. exactly. Especially in tight areas, you're working around a brace or something like that. And and to me, the way I'll use it too, of course, I'll I'll go into the dent and find the, the a pit um, to work it. You have the same machine. Yeah, I love it. I mean, great value as a tool. Uh, right away when I bought, I bought it. You know, quite a while ago and. I would say I was using it every other month, saving panels. You got that one? Heck yeah, there we go. See? I think a lot of people have it, Scotto and Robert Biddle. Yeah, I think the price and, at uh, the time I would be $800. I would, I would be uh, just, I would feel terribly if I didn't give a shout out to Mr. Michael Glidewell, RWL podcast, yeah. full life people. Get that on that. Yeah. Uh, you got to love him. You got to love him. Miss you, brother. We'll see you soon. Uh, yeah. So, how much? How much is that? Uh, the the Carbon Tech, or I'm sorry, it's you said Cam Auto. Car body, yeah, Cam Auto. The car body heater, 100 CBH 100. I believe the cost was around 800 dollars at the time. Woo so, smoking hot deal. Trying to learn something new, and I even a I tried it out and used it on Chrome, baby. Woo that Chrome bump of life. <laughs> yeah, how'd that go? You know, it actually moved it with some good success. And I think that if you were in a discrete area, you could use it to actually successfully repair stuff. But it did, it did want to leave a texture in the Chrome finish. You know, Chrome's unforgiving. Uh, but for what I was doing, man, it was actually, like, really helpful. Um, so kind of neat. I want, I want to play with that some more. I've been meaning to pick up a junk bumper and try and perfect that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Are there guys posting that they're 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 doing that kind of thing, or I've not what, I've not heard of using anybody it? using using something like. There's that. a YouTube video out there on it. Um, I forget who posted it. I thought it was Keith Constantino. I'm I'm not sure, but I bet if you Googled car body heater 100 chrome bumper, I mean you'll probably find the video that I came across a long time ago, and um, I had a situation where I tried out. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. check into it for sure. Play with Chrome, y'all. Will Will you offer a Chrome repair? No. I mean, I no would, I've done it. It's not fun. 
and it usually I'm not happy with the result. Like I've probably a half a dozen times done it. And, you know, every time I'm like, ah, I, I just, I don't feel good about it. And, you know, even if the customer, I mean, it's probably 50, 50, the customer will be like, oh no, that looks great. And I still, I'm like, ah, and I still give them a discount because I don't like it or, you know, whatever. And I just, it's not worth it. And I mean, one time sure. wore out my shoulder. It's just for me, Yeah, I'm going to pass. There's, there's enough standard Make dents out there that I don't need yeah. to pursue that. Yeah, <laughs> with you, same here. I shouldn't even know. I had posted it on my Instagram and then had gotten a quote request for it like three weeks later and turned it down. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, in the right scenario, I might say yes. I think I can help. You know, I'd probably still say yes again to something. Um, but you yeah, know, yeah, not for me either. Oh, Christopher Allen is asking about: Has anyone hear about uh, the franchise company that advertises Chrome? Uh, bumper i have i've heard about there used to be like a i think i think it was the the bumper Bumper man man. or something like that up here and i would see him at some of the dealer lots from time to time but it's been Um, a long time since i saw any of that it's something that i'd like to learn and get better at because even back in the day i remember trying to bump dents out (laughs) in the body shop out of the chrome you know what i'm saying and um over in Brazil, Wallace Rodriguez, if, if you guys have ever heard of him, he's sick technician from Brazil. And uh, he has a video where they did it. And a lot of what they do is a sandbag. They lay the bumper, flip it upside down, and you beat it from the inside. Hammer and dolly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, man, his results come out beautifully. And I think a lot of it has to do with hitting it with the right uh mallet they use like a soft face mallet a lot of leather tip and wooden dowels um so it's something that i've wanted to try and play with and make some new dowels and some leather tip dowels to hit hit with not you know so yeah that's something yeah. That i've thought about trying to learn better yeah i mean like i say for myself uh you see the guy doing he's just curious the results yeah uh for myself there's enough pdr out there that i th- i mean it would be cool to learn how to fix a bumper and it would be a great value add for the company but at the same time you know it, you know going back to the social media aspect like you have to pick and choose those battles and what's worth mm-hmm. going after and what's not worth going after and um uh, right now i don't think for me, it's, it's not bumper repair. And, you know, even if I was in a scenario where I had a shop, I think, you know, uh, you know, Matt Moore, Easy Dent, Shuddy now, uh, more and more guys are adopting, you know, PPF and and ceramic coating, I think, are uh, are better options. Easier way to make, them, want, make a dollar. If, yeah, if you want to... If you want to spread your wings and and uh, get some more income, skill. yeah, yeah, and whatever. And some people may, you know, I get it. Like, there's a ton of enjoyment that comes from fixing the dent, and there's probably a ton of enjoyment that comes from fixing a bumper as well. So, you know, everybody's everybody's got to squeeze their own orange and and uh, decide what kind of juice they want. So. I love fixing plastic bumpers. 
Do you? I don't know about you. Yo, dude, I love plastic bumper repair. Oh, I love that. I love when I get like a nice sharp crease, just, or, you know, the big old dents. I've got a few bumpers that I did this past year, and I was so surprised they came out. I was so pumped. But uh, plastic <laughs> bumpers to me are great. I love doing them. That's, I mean, and more power to you. That for me. Do you like plastic? It, no, it's the same thing. Like I can get it, I can get it 80, 90%. But there's always still a weird little wiggle left or whatever, really? and um, I don't. I guess it depends on the severity. I've had some of them turn out great, but um, I don't know. I just always am like, ah, I don't. I'm not because most of the time there's paint damage associated with that as well, and I'm not. I'm not painting anything, no matter what. Yeah, that, that's a hard line for me. No touch so up, no tough. nothing. I lost one. I lost one to Don Cavanaugh uh, just yesterday. The dude was like, you know, I gave him my price and whatever, and he's like, "Well, the guy in Minnetonka said he would, you know, take care of the touch up for me." And I'm like, "I don't carry paint. I don't do paint. If that's better for you, if tell Don, tell Donnie I said hi, because I'm not. If the client that. supplies the paint touch up pen, you touch up for him. Yeah." If they did that, I said if they had a touch up paint, but same no. same scenario. Like I'm okay. I'm not I know there's better touch up guys than me out there. I I mean if I had a shop, that would be a different scenario where I was in a controlled mm -hmm. environment, but doing it outside it? on a rainy day, I just I don't I don't I don't want to deal with it. No, it's cool for you to say and admit, you know, not everything is everyone's cup of tea, 100%. You know, there's no arguing that. If you don't find joy at doing it, then don't do it because it will show, right? Um, oh, yeah, you know. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I think that I think that applying touch-up pen for our clients is goes hand-in-hand, -hand, um, you know, and there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, of course. But, you know, I definitely think it, it helps with our service. Oh, um, you know. There's no doubt. Yeah. Like I said, I just lost one yesterday because I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah. Well, and he didn't have a touch-up pen. So, well, do you? Well, I usually bring that up. I, I tell them, I say, oh, because you know I'm probably going to schedule them a, a week plus. So I say to them, hey, you can easily purchase this at the parts department and/or check your O'Reilly Auto Parts. They carry a lot on the shelf. Here's your paint yeah. code. It's right here. I mean, to me, that's always. I only keep like generic white and generic black on me, but you know, anything else I just say, Oh yeah. You know, make sure to go ahead and order that up. That was the scenario for this afternoon. I had one like that. I got one next week like that, you know, happily do it. Easy peasy. Uh, so Chris is mixing paint like a boss. Yeah. Yeah. He's Sorry, Chris. <laughs> A nice little setup in his shop. Ah, he posts on so beautiful shop. Yeah, yeah, he, he posts it. Not a huge secret, game. but yeah, no, nah, fair game. Boss yeah, moves. He's, <laughs> he's one of those guys that's you know good at everything he does, so he'll he'll crush that for sure. I'm, I'm, yeah, I already know he's, he's already doing it, but uh, yeah, Adam Jones is saying plastics easy. Oh, uh, come on, man, it ain't that easy. I love. Thank you guys, everybody, so much for all these comments. It's hard to keep up. Uh, let's, 
Oh, I think this is going back to the bumper thing. Yeah. Dunk restraining and recrown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's old school. That's probably even before me. But yeah, recrowning. There used to be a plant here in Fort Pierce that'd do it. That used yeah, to be. So we got a Facebook users do the do it as a courtesy if they provide the touch up. Yeah, that's usually that's usually <laughs> what what I'll say. Like I'll I'll if you got it, I'll put it on for you. But uh, this guy, this was a different scenario. This guy had yeah. a pretty fucking sweet uh, one year old Infinity Q50 carbon yep. accents everywhere. Like you could tell. Yeah. It needed to be super picky, and sure. I wasn't going to be out there, you know, with my shaky, shaky. La lack of coffee hands. I don't have, I don't have it with me. Otherwise, I'd show you how I do it. You know, using the pen and the, I take a I take a business card and I'll dab the paint onto that, and then I take the fine ballpoint pen and I wipe it off dry, and I'll lightly dip that in. And yeah, yeah. using that fine metal tip, you can apply, you know, extremely light, light, you know, yeah, right yeah. into the small pinpoint area. I don't know if you're using it. I mean, you have the beard for it, but if your hair was just a little bit more froed out, you could be like, oh, we're going to fill in this happy little chip right here. You could totally <laughs> Bob Ross that shit. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I, I just think of you with a business, like a tiny palette. Paint palette business card. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But you know what, though? Actually, clients, it's another thing that you can teach to your client. And um, I think that being able to show them that, you know, in that little thing, I've gotten a lot of good response on that alone. Like, oh, that was really neat how you did it that way, Matt Boyette. Oh, Mr. Matt. Boyette's yeah. our Facebook user. If you click the StreamYard link and give them permission, then they'll know. What do you got there? Support your local dent slayer. Let's go. Yeah, I just got out. finally. I don't know why it took me so long, but I just got the uh, interchangeable tip one. I seen it at MTE. Dude, yeah. sick, sick yeah. tool. I fixed that. Man, I fixed that black bedside with monster hail. Holy heck! And you know, being able to go through the factory top bed rail caps without. I mean, I used to just tear it up, and I mean. What an awesome tool. I got I got a, a few different varying tips. Man, I really like that tool. Love yeah, it. Yeah. Really love it. That's probably probably I might say it's the favorite that I picked up from the last show, but it, it might be. It might easily be. I think that's helped me out. Love that yeah, tool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really helped me out. I've been enjoying it. I just actually I, I just started using it this this week, I think I did a, a box opening and uh, I was in there. And uh, yeah, one thing I'll say, there was no O-ring on that tip and I almost lost it because it was hanging on my uh, my Dent Slayer cart. And when I went to grab it off, I mean, there was maybe one thread left holding that tip on. <laughs> did you buy a bunch I, of Dent Craft tips? Because they work with it no, as well. Yeah, yeah, they got... All the three ace quarter twenty stuff. I have. Uh, I bought a pack of uh, the VIP quarter twenty tips. So uh, okay, I'll have to check that out. I don't know if I've seen them. Too. I haven't. I haven't even used one yet. I just immediately I put a, a cherry cap on the 
the dense layer tip that comes from A1. And then I I coat now. I have that Glexo Magic. I coat my cherry tip in that. That will extend the life of your cherry tip by, I don't know, a thousand. Do you, do you coat the metal or no, the plastic? The rubber. The, yeah, Dude, the, I, the, I started, I was using the black plastic, you know, black rubber plasticky yep. ones. And, you know, yep, those yep. really burn through that. You can burn some holes in them. But I took tape. I was just taking in for my R4. I taped up the metal and then I really pop that bad boy on and i've had a cherry cap going now for like months <laughs> months yeah, yeah. by putting yeah, yeah. tape on the metal so it's not you know putting that metal on the uh, back yeah 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 makes sense yeah interesting yeah good little hack good little yeah hack. for my cherry for my cherry cap on my hail rod that's what what i use it for so i'm not popping cherry caps all the time and i mean that same cherry cap's been on that hail rod for like ever <laughs> so love it yeah, I won't uh, make you repeat that. It was hilarious. So I'm gonna go get another lemonade. Tell no everybody what kind of what kind of tape you're using. Tessa tape? Uh, masking tape. <laughs> Tessa tape. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually so in in um, the dealership world they use that Tessa tape for wire harnesses. You'll probably be familiar with already. So I, the Tessa tape I have and use for my business is from like eight years ago when I worked in the body shop at Ford that the mechanics had gave me. And I mean, I've had this same role and it's down to like the last bit. So I'm so, I use it so sparingly now. <laughs> so like just if I'm breaking my tester tape, I, yeah, I just out of sight, out of mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. Just one of them things I don't think about. So, uh, you know I do I need, need some more get, tape. Uh, I think edgy tools makes, uh, a uh, little deal that you snap onto your tape roll that that allows you to tear it off. It. You know that Tessa tape is so hard to cut. You got to have a scissors or a razor blade basically to rip it. You can't rip it by hand. Uh, I generally I have I a pocket knife on me every day. Yeah, yeah, but it's I a pain in the knife. Yeah. I don't know. I just I see uh, dentless touch. Christopher Ray always has that thing on there. And I'm I every time I see him use it, I'm like, I gotta buy one of those. And I always forget. But yeah, that'd be a great add-on for sure, though. It definitely makes life a little easier. Yeah, yeah. The little things that count. The little things. So, all right. What a, I mean, what a blessing. You got hail. Um, you know, six months into starting your own business, and that went pretty dang good. Uh, the way it sounds. Um, so what other things, I mean, in the last year, is there any, what, what do you think was the biggest needle mover for you as far as running your business? What, what made life easier, made money come in better? Any, any of those? Um, oh, uh, what made it better for me or easier for yeah. me? Having a great wife. You know, ah. that's the truth, man. If it ain't the truth, had a lot of good support, uh, you know, of course, wife and family. Um, but you know, guys like Chris, Matt, um, and anyone else who interacts with me online has been a huge help. You know, just guys who I've got to know who I can lean on for a bit of advice and 
you know, sometimes you think you know the answer and you need that confirmation, man, and you need to talk things through and we all have them tough days and just, I think that that's that power of social media, like you said, about being around, you know, you can make some relationships with people and get to know them. And that definitely is what helped me keep chugging along, you know, um, still constantly searching for answers and, and oh, yeah. what direction I want to take this. Um, but also just trying to enjoy it for what it is and not overcomplicate it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the the people around you, I mean the people you surround yourself with and you know all the opportunities you have to network just take them. And speaking of which, let's talk about real quick a couple events coming up. So, I just found out about this a couple days ago. Kiko is doing a glue pole repair certification training at gas monkey garage april 21st and 22nd um that's uh kiko.com slash gmg you you can learn all about that if you like if you like gas monkey and you like glue pulling just go I, i it pains me that i'm not able to make this one like just the timing of it is not going to work for me because I'm already signed up for Mega Media and the Anson Open House the following week. So that'll be a Mega Media event with Dent Trainer and is uh, the 27th, 20, or 28th, 29th of April. And then the Anson Open House is the 30th. So, guys, get to these events. Meet your meet your uh, fellow techs, and uh, you can grow your network. So that's uh, I'm a big proponent <clears throat> of going to any you know local tech meetups, any of the events, MTE obviously, and all these things are uh, immensely valuable. So do your best to get to those things. Uh, but yeah, so you had uh, obviously shout out to Laura. And the rest of your family, but you got a good support uh, network around you. Yes, I'll see you there, Mo. That's awesome to hear. I'm glad to glad to hear you're coming. Um, but yeah, so having all that stuff, uh, a support network is uh, important, but hard to duplicate. And so, beyond that, is there something you did? tactically or or intentionally to move your business in the direction you wanted it to go as far as whatever it may be uh, just showing up giving my daily best and you know i would say like i mentioned in the beginning being thankful for all the reviews and support i think you know the feedback from my clients I, I, I'm a huge believer in that the reviews are just, man, they're so valuable. I, I, if I told you how many of the clients who use my business now based off of my reviews and that I think, I think in my direct local area, well, for one, I, I do have the most reviews. And I think when you read through them, I think they really show. Um, and that right there is really powerful. And if I were to say what moves moves the needle of my business to attract 
people who want a nice job, uh, that's exactly it. And, you know, that's dependent completely upon the individual and the way you run your business, who you are. Um, that's not any like, you know, I'll happily say it. <laughs> I don't know. Other than that, I, I truly, I don't know. I don't have major numbers to look at and be like, you know, the vast majority of my business came from, you know, Google calls or, you know, direct data. I don't have anything like that to really study, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Not a the, big that, analytics guy, which no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I just kind of go by feel. So I know, like, for me, YouTube was huge, getting a bunch of some YouTube videos out there and uh, advertising on YouTube was huge for me. Uh, but yeah, and reviews are huge too. And uh, I got to do, I got to do much better with that. And somebody asked who trained you. Um, and if you want to touch on that real quick, but it, that would have been covered in our first episode. I've, if I was smart, yeah. I would know what episode number that was. What, uh, who did train you? Talk about that real quick. Uh, I mean, truthfully, I'm self-taught. I just did a ton and ton of research online, watched a lot of videos, um, you know, but I do speak about that and how I got my start and like, you know, who would give me pointers and stuff. I do talk about it in the other podcast, but, you know, really I did teach myself how to do painless damn repair. I was already such, you know, a long time, you know, body technician and painter, um, you know, so once I, once I got an understanding of the concept, um, I was able to grow rapidly, and I think that's getting more and more common now um, as far as skill set, you know, for techs. You know, the technology and all the information is out there. You know, it's just the hard work and the hours and the repetition. And, you know, I just would spend so much time. And, look, I'm over here talking about fixing chrome bumpers and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, to me, I really do. I love trying to push myself and fix something really challenging. I'll, I'll work as hard as I can and put all maximum effort to try and learn and get better at this. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you're going to succeed. Sal Contreras used to talk to me about that as like, you know, if you want to be recession proof, you better, you know, you're going to have to like get to that level, you know, and that's like kind of my goal. Like I want to, I want to be as, as great as I can be at, at doing this. Um, Absolutely. You know. Yeah. The, is it undeniable? A book comes to mind, something like undeniable or or some of that nature. But yeah, be so good that they can't deny you. Like if if you're the best in the biz, you're always gonna have a spot. And uh I think you know your your attitude, the way you have always carried yourself around me, it seems that your give a damn meter is pegged in the red all the time you're you're always trying to do your best and i think it was that way probably when you started your auto body career as well and this yeah. is just kind of a natural progression into pdr so who knows maybe you know you'll be the the chrome bumper king of uh no, of florida no, no. in no time no. Just, just because it's no. just because it's hard just because it's hard yeah. You know, no. I sit here and say, don't do it, James. It's too hard. And you'll say, I'm going to do it. I have to do it's it. Too hard. I have to do it. No. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, no, exactly. It really is that I just care a lot, you know, so that does drive me to try and just learn and consume it. I've always been that way, though. Whenever I, like, want to take on a, a new hobby or anything, like, I'm going to go all the way. Like, I want to know everything about it. I'll do all the research. I'm kind of an overthinker. Um, I always have been this way, but like when I, I just become very obsessed about it, you know, so and exactly that, the, the natural progression, uh, because as far as bo uh, body tech goes, like I had, you know, done all facets, like I, I did all of it, uh, all the way through structural repairs. I mean, I, I sectioned full frame rails. So I'm like, you know, I wanted to do it all, um, you know, and early on. So that's just kind of who I am. You know, but as far as paintings that repair, I mean, I'm not the best by any means. I, uh, I'm just trying to do what I can with my hands. That's it. Yeah, you're pretty Anyways. damn good, James. You're pretty damn good. Don't sell yourself short. And uh, yeah, I mean, you're still chasing that one guy out of Central Florida. I forget his name. He's pretty good. I see his videos yeah. all the time. Uh, Central Florida Dent Repair. God. Can't the other day, he, I was listening to his podcast that he was doing, and uh, I think it was with Ginger Bros. Yeah, and he, yeah. he he called me. I was I was saying something. And he was like, "Oh, I can't say that. You're my competition." And I freaking laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the man competes with no one. <laughs> yeah, I don't see. I don't, go. That's that's <laughs> undeniable. Like Bryce the man competes with no one. That's but. You know, I think in, it doesn't matter what market. I mean, whether you have a bunch of technicians or not. I mean, this isn't competition. I, if we're such a niche business. There's only going to be so many technicians and businesses in your area who offer this service. There's more than work out there than we could ever shake a stick at. You know, it's not a competition for me. You know, if the other guy's doing well, I'm happy to hear it. You know, yeah, yeah. I hope you get. I hope you get the next job. It's all good. There's another one coming. Yeah, you know. as am I. Like I said, I lost a job to to Don yesterday. I was I went and you know visited Q today. I talked to a bunch of techs in my area. It's not I'm not like oh how dare you get that job? For, it's not there's there's plenty to go around. There's so much there's so much work out there. If you put yourself out there and you do care about what you're doing. The, the work's naturally going to come to you. Uh, and, you know, then at some point it just becomes a matter of managing your time and schedule in such a way that you're still making good money and you're not killing yourself, uh, you know, because you can get caught in that trap too where uh, you just you have too much work and for me, it seems like if you start scheduling people more than two weeks out, you start getting a lot of shit falling through. And I don't, I mean, maybe I could be doing a better job of cementing those appointments or, or what have, have you. you gone, have you gone to deposits? I know that's a huge topic in our business right now. And it's something that I, I have not. I have not. Yeah. I guess... I would consider it, but I don't know. You know what, what I did to, to solve that problem is just turn off all my advertising and I still stay busy and I don't have any marketing spend. So it's like, yeah, 
this is this is okay with me. <laughs> like I don't. Yeah. There's less. There's less BS phone calls, and you know. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, because the people who are actually finding you really are they've done more research. And yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, actually, I'm kind of in a similar situation. You know, I'm thankful for what I receive at the moment, but I'm trying not to get too far out and you know overwhelmed at the moment. I think, I mean, as far as everything went for me as of last year, I was just sitting down doing numbers. I did more than twice what I wanted to do. Uh, so I just, uh, did yeah, you start so Matt Myers, mostly retail body shops or a lot of holes? Yeah. Matt Myers is asking, did you start doing mostly retail body shops or a lot of wholesale, which is covered in the, in it's episode 11, by the way, I looked it up episode 11. James talks about uh, a lot more about his, his training, but, uh, and I guess training, you trained yourself more or less, but, he he works at a body shop. And yeah, well, he's asking like, what's the focus of my business? The majority of where does my business come from? And as of now, I mean, it's primarily just retail clients, individuals. Um, you know, I do have some commercial accounts and body shops that I'll uh, work with and take care of. But primarily, I mean, eighty percent or better. Um, you know, but I've definitely made some, like I mentioned, doing that hailstorm. I mean, that's a great account. I think referrals that you get from the body shops are extremely valuable. These are people who really want their car fixed. They're already getting educated that we're a better option. I think that you can get great body shops. It goes hand in hand. Um, in my local area, a lot of the good ones that I was working with, though, unfortunately, have been bought out by you know big corporations. Um, so it kind of trickled down and then you kind of got to reinvent with what you're doing. Right. So I think that just trying to continue to I, me, my goal in getting business is just a very slow climb. I'm not in a rush. Like, I'm, you know, I don't need to get there right now. You know, I'll continue to get busier, busier, busier um, as time moves on. So I'm just focused on just trying to get quality repairs done for my clients that can give me feedback. And, you know, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Who edits Excuse my videos? I do them. Yep. I edit all my videos. What do you what are you using to edit? Uh what I use InShot, I believe is what I'm using at the moment. InShot. And, uh, I've never heard of it. Is yep. that uh just an app you can get on your phone or do you get you have to get on the laptop and get serious? Yeah, it's a phone based. Everything I do on my is on my phone. Even yeah. run my business. It's all on my yeah. phone. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I use uh, I use Splice. I st I just switched over to Splice, and I've been liking Splice a lot. It's I think a okay. hundred bucks a year, but uh, what I learned the music. It's good. It's good. There's a lot of good music on Splice, okay. uh, and yeah, that I mean, that's that's the one thing that that I did learn. Like I was trying to be like. Well, I'll use iMovie and then I'll bring music in from here and I'll do this because I was trying to be cheap. Just as they say in rounders, pays that man his money. And anytime you can pay for time, it's a good investment. And having a quick, easy thing on your phone, you can just quickly do or you can do while yes. you're sitting 
on the cat, whatever. It's just, it's just so much better. Uh, you know, find, find one that you think you're going to like and, and pay the subscription fee and just, yeah. It's in shot uh, is very affordable. I forget the total cost of it and, or like, uh, a Canva is real popular to use for, you know, editing things. I, I use it in shot. Yeah. Uh, and it works just fine for me. I mean, videos don't need to be too sophisticated, in my opinion. No, mine aren't. So, yeah, yeah. So, Matt Myers, awesome to hear that. I'm in the same place where you were when I started when you started your business. Body that guy that also does PDR, or a PDR guy that also does body. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a pretty common transition. And speaking of uh, body guys that also do PDR, Corey Nichols made the same yeah. jump and he's crushing it out there. Uh, PDR Cowboy on TikTok. If you guys you guys want to see some good shit, uh, check out the PDR at PDR Cowboy on TikTok. I love it. I love your stuff, Corey. That's awesome. So yeah. and he does some he does some sick repairs too. Like uh yeah, it's Corey's so great, cool. Man. Yeah, it's so cool to see you guys like make that transition and be, you know, because I mean, so many people want to throw shade at that and be like, Oh, you know, all these body guys are just going to become PDR guys and we're all going to be out. But it's the, I mean, it's only from what I can see. And I don't know, I probably pay closer attention than most, but from what I can see, the guys that are coming out of the the body tech world and and crushing it, like you, like Corey Nichols, there's a ton of them. Ton. There's there's a handful of them, and you guys are all great guys, and you all have the same the same outlook and attitude, and and you can really tell that that you guys care, and that's that's the the most important thing in my mind for our industry as a whole is that we have really good technicians out there doing good quality work so that all of every customer, every one of us touches affects PDR as a whole, because if somebody goes going out there doing hack jobs and fucking things up, you know, that that customer forever is going to say PDR is a scam and don't do it. But if they give get a great tech and get a great experience, then the same is true and PDR grows and flourishes. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the statistics of some courses, way more room for it and they can get, you know, the, the more information out there. But, you know, if you are still a body tech and you, want to take it full time, you know, it took me uh, two years to really prepare and build up and build momentum and get ready to do it full time and extremely, extremely happy that I went forward with it and took a leap. But, you know, running a business and being in business for yourself is completely different than just repairing the vehicle. The true success is in, in, in all the other things necessary, it's not in repairing a car. Um, you know, your success is going to be on, you know, based on all the other steps that you're going to take to do well, Oh yeah. you know, and I tell, you know, I tell body guys all the time, you know, a few of them, yeah, they definitely have the skills. Um, I don't know if they have the patience for it, uh, but you know, I'll tell them, I'm like, Hey man, it's like, 
cool, you can fix a dent. Like, are you going to be able to go sell that to Mrs. Jones and make her hand you over, hand you over the cash? Like, can you sell it and can you do it? And can you put your, the put sales aspect there? of it is huge. Yeah. Customer service is huge. Huge, man. Yeah. yeah. All the all the other BS on the back end. What, what do you do for accounting? Do you do your own books? Yeah. Or do you, you, you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, well, good. I, I thought it was going to be smaller than what it was. Of course, like I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, I'm already at the point. I'm like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Hire a CPA. You'll be so glad yeah. you did. Yeah, uh, that would be good. That's great advice. I probably need it right now. Yeah, uh, that's, what I'm that's yeah, that's huge for me. I mean, I do. At the end of the month, I run my report out of Mobile Tech RX, send it to my accountant, send them my bank statements. Done. Yeah, and they, you know, they handle everything. They send statements to my dealers. Yeah, it's probably a really valuable tool I need to invest in, you know? Yeah. And it should only be, you know, whatever, a few hundred bucks a month. I think I have, you know, a couple of businesses, so it's a little bit different. But, um, but yeah, I think mine is like 600 bucks a month total. And that covers all of my getting my taxes done at the end of the year, too. So I don't have a lump sum at the end, of, you know, at tax time where I got to pay for it. Not only do I got to pay taxes to uncle Sam, but this way the CPA has everything already done and they just say, all right, we need a couple of forms and we're done. So that's, yeah, that's huge. That's, I mean, that saves, I don't, I couldn't tell you how much time that saves. And like I, like I always say, if you can, if you can pay for time, it's usually a pretty fucking good deal. So uh, yeah. <laughs> do it. I, do um, it. I wanted to show you my logo that I just had redone. Ah, you got a new logo. Let's, let's see this. Let's see if this will pop. Where is this? There you go. Where am I? Bones huh? dent repair. The eagle is flying and holding a hammer and a tool. I love it. I what love it. Think about that thing. I got He's a few. Of he made me like a full logo pack. I uh, I, I got put on by uh, Matt Boyette. This one, I love this thing. Looking yeah, sick. yeah. Looking good. I'm excited so you, for that. Where'd you get that done? Boyette turned you on to this company. What where did you get do you want to divulge it? Um, I mean it's not, I guess it's not really a secret. Yeah, he's uh he's got an Instagram profile. You know, I can oh, maybe okay. like post it up or whatever. Or if you go onto my page, I'm thinking I'm tagged or something right now. Uh, I was probably gonna make a post uh, after I swap it all over and figure out how I want to use it all, then I was gonna probably make a post about it. Uh but yeah, good good creator. Uh, you know, so yeah, he did a good job. He came out real nice. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've used I've used Fiverr, I've used Upwork, I've used Logo Tournament. Um, I've had, you know, mixed results with all of them. I'd say if you want one logo uh and you're starting from scratch, Logo Tournament is really good because you get a lot of different options to look at it and you kind of weave your way through. It's 
fairly it can be fairly expensive if you get you have to get the good package in order to get good results so if you pay cheap you're not going to get as many qualified people so you always get what you pay for yeah so like when i started my brand this is my original eagle it's still posted out there you know i really just wanted something of who we are or whatever my wife picked our name and the whole deal and you know truthfully and i, I really love the look of my original logo right but the text is too small and too kind of grunge and you know but you know everyone loves it you know but i went i went i wanted to, to wrap my truck Okay, I was like, oh, Tom, I really need to get some signage. I'm missing out on all this business. I was really hot on it. I went to my local guy, and I just really didn't like the way they were blowing it up and putting it on the truck and everything else. So I went to a second designer, and he, right away he was like, we need to redo this. And I started to go down this rabbit hole of design work. I started spending hundreds of dollars and got really nowhere. And I was really kind of bummed. You know, because at the end of the day, all I wanted was to put my logo on my truck. Um, yeah. And yeah. But, you know, then, you know, of course, talking to people, good people in our business and, you know, who've helped, uh, you know, so Matt helped me go there. So I think that the new logo um, in its own way is really good because I think the text stands out a bit more bold and more legible. I think it's going to help me. And if I do decide to put some, you know, lettering and things on my truck. Yeah, well, that's kind you got the thing. same problem as me, and that's that's uh, oh, I, that's wings. I, you know, gray duck. The fucking wings are really tough when it comes to embroidery. When it comes to wrapping your be all the anything you do with your logo, it's a pain. If you have fine detail, oh, here we go. So yeah, I no. went to, I went to like a more automotive, like I was kind of biting, uh, you know, Bentley or Aston Martin or Dude, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. Where is it? Where is it? I thought I seen it earlier. I'm going to find something real quick, but yeah, I, I started to go down that path too. I was like, maybe I should redraw it like this. I thought I seen that drawing up here earlier. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. If you, so if, if you're going to, start your business the branding is so important i think i i definitely don't know not i know absolutely zero about it um, i just kind of wanted a, a cool looking eagle <laughs> uh but now you know you learn exactly that this is a lot about what did you learn i think that if i was creating a business i probably maybe would have wanted a more corporate name something uh very just clean and simple and modern um maybe to kind of go who, with who i am as well um, but no regrets. I, I love where it's at and the way it looks at the moment. I wanted to find that drawing. Ah, yeah, yeah. About it. So anyways, wow. that's kind of like a big post, thing of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Post uh, it on your Instagram tomorrow or post it in the Denson Dreams Facebook group tomorrow. Okay. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Everybody, awesome. Everybody can see it there. Uh, but Thank yeah. You. Yeah, because I don't know if you want it on your Instagram for everybody to see. I know you're, you're already in the middle of rebranding with a new logo. You don't want to confuse people even further by posting 17 different ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true that, true that. Yeah, yeah. So, 
man, tons of fun. Um, I just looked up. I didn't even realize we're already we're over an hour already, which is you know, in in the podcast world, they say that's all that that's all that people have uh, attention span for. But um, I don't know. Is there anything you think like we didn't cover that we should cover or that you think would be of good value to to guys that are starting a business? Mm. Your podcast is dense in dreams, man. If you have a dent repair dream, make it happen, man. Life's too short. It's one thing I do know. I've uh, done my best to try and enjoy this ride. You know, if you want to go for it, man. Just do your best. Go for it. Yeah. So you would say you lost me. (laughs) (laughs) I lost Uh, y'all a long time ago. I'm pretty boring. Facebook user, I think that's still Matt Boyette says, I lost you. You lost me at one minute. No, but uh yeah, I mean, is do you have any any regrets? Like you you started this business, you know, you're about a year and a half in now. Um uh, no, I don't I don't have any regrets. I mean, I get a lot of fears, you know what I mean? It's you know, a lot of fears of growth. You know, because like I, I touched on quickly, it's like I had to do so much to prepare. And like, you know, I, at the time I was working like madman to make all that happen and go for it. And, um, you know, so like it felt like this wild roller coaster ride of like event after, you know, all these big life events, things happening. And just, yeah. Oh, just, and so I wanted to, you think that you're going to start your business and get to this point of like, you know, content, it's just never the way it goes, you know, and, and that's exactly what it is. And right now I'm considering options of doing different things and trying to not have fears of doing them, you know, right? Right. Especially I think there's a lot of uncertainty out there, at least uh, what I've been gathering lately. And so just trying to be oh, smart yeah. with my moves, you know, but, uh, Always got to land on your feet, you know. Yeah, well, we all you can do is your best, and uh, you know it. It's gonna be what it's gonna be, and if you worry about, you know, and obviously you're you're not in this camp. You started your business, you know, not even a year into uh, you know a pandemic crazed world, and it was it was it's, it was strange times. It still is strange times. Uh, there's no certainty in in anything, and if you're gonna wait for certainty, you're yeah. never gonna fucking do it. You're just you're never gonna do it. If you're gonna wait for all this everything to be in its little place, you're never gonna do it. So, if you have that thought, just do it, and just do your fucking best, and you'll get there. Like you know it. It took for me, my dad had a stroke and I was like, oh shit, it's time to, what are we waiting for here? And, you know, what, whatever eye opener it is, like maybe, maybe it's this right now, me and James sitting here saying, open your fucking eyes and just do it because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. And you know, look for me looking back, it was the best thing I ever did was start my own business. And, you know, that's why I asked you if you had any regrets and 
uh, it was fun to watch you struggle to find one because how could you? I mean, no regrets, of course, you know, the just, uh, but I, I love the life lessons I keep learning from it, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Learning I would say so I much mean, more. Yeah. If, if yeah, that is becoming a better person from it, you know, for sure. Yeah. If that is in your, you know, in your personal makeup, like you are somebody that, that is always wanting to learn. Uh, yeah. Starting your own business will force you to do that. And, you know, and some, and some areas are probably things that you don't necessarily want to learn about. Uh, like I said, the whole CPA thing, like I knew immediately, I was like, Oh, we are not doing this for very long at all. So let's let's get a CPA going immediately because I'm not going to be sitting in front of the computer moving numbers around. That is uh, pure boredom for me. So I, w- I will pay for that time gladly. And, uh, you know, whatever. Some people might like that more than others. I mean, you have guys like uh, uh, Matt Moore. I mean, he's a, a numbers whiz and I, I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be surprised if he has a CPA, but he digs into the analytics. He does all of that stuff. So I don't know. You just got to do what's right for you. And the whole point of having your own business in my mind is freedom and, you know, do whatever, do whatever that means for you. And, you know, you can hire out your advertising. You can hire out your accounting. You can hire out just about everything. So figure out, figure that part out and I don't know, fucking live your dreams. That's what we say at the end of every podcast. I don't know. That's there we go. About. You just said it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them once again, live your dreams. <laughs> Hell yeah. This, Matt Myers, uh, let's see, that speaks to me. I'm sitting here at the collision center fixing a door for way too little money. Giving someone else awesome. most of that money. Yeah, well. Yeah. Do what you got to do, Matt. Yeah, 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 Matt. Yeah, everyone talk about that feeling. I can tell you about it. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we've right. all been there in one capacity yeah. or another. So, yeah. uh, trust me. Just, yeah. you know, set up your plan and, and make it happen. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, you can wait for tragedy to strike like me, or you can do it how James did it, but sooner or later, you got to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> Robert Bitter. PDR can change, PDR your life. change your life. Yeah, it definitely changed mine. Definitely changed mine. So, I don't yeah. know. I could rant and rave on this topic forever, James. So, uh, let's 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 put <clears throat> let's put a bow on this sucker because uh otherwise things are gonna get too real too fast uh, yeah I don't know I think that's it what Christopher Allen what oh what did I do oh he's talking about the mm-hmm. comment from earlier uh yeah well John thank All you right. so much man I super appreciate chatting with you as always being on this show is just incredible anyone who tuned in you guys are are great and you know just thank you so much man appreciate you john hey thanks for coming on 
And, uh, you know, again, guys, just go follow Bone Stent Repair. Check out what James is doing. Uh, you got questions on anything, you know, hit them up in the DMs or what have you. And, uh, man, always fun to talk to you, James. And uh, maybe, maybe we'll do it again one year from one year from now we'll, we'll see how everything plays out but uh i don't know it, it's always fun talking to you and uh thanks to everybody watching and until until next time live your dreams oh i didn't even have the outro queued up like i mean <laughs> who lives their dreams and doesn't have the outro queued up seriously this guy just wanted to thank you for listening to another episode of Dancing Dreams. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, compliments, or complaints, I can be reached at Dent Reaper across social media. And be sure to subscribe to the Dents and Dreams Facebook group and or YouTube channel. Because that's where it'll happen if and when we go live. Once again.